Hey Sandra. Yo. Hey. What's poppin'? It's been a minute. Yo, it's been so. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> no, it's 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 been so so long. <laughs> no, it hasn't. No, really but I'm now. doing well. It it it's just been a kind of spicy day today, so I'm just chilling, sipping, trying to cool myself down. It's good. Life's good right now. I am so happy. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm adjusting to being back to work. I was in North Carolina for a week, and it was a lot. I was actually pretty apprehensive to go because it was for work. I had to build a house <laughs> in like the North Carolina heat for a week. But yeah. I was more apprehensive about just like the type of people I would meet, and I was like nervous because it's like... Uh, I don't know. I've never. I've I've been to the south, but I haven't been in a really long time, like since I was ten. So I just, I don't know. I was. You never know. You never know. I was gonna be in a big city, but I was like, you still never know, right? Shit could go down. Yeah, Casual true. racism, microaggressions, all that type of shit, right? But yeah, it was it was fine. I mean, I actually met a lot of really cool people. I mean. It, it's basically centered around affordable housing. So a lot of it was just like very candid conversations are just like uh, the entire purpose of just like FHA loans and all that type of shit was to discriminate people. So this is an effort to try to turn that process backwards. And I was like, all right, well, at least we got that fucking settled and out of the way because that's true. Uh, So I felt like conversations about race were so much more candid and refreshing than here in California and in the Bay. Because people were just like, yeah, like, it's super racist (laughs) because they see the racism, (laughs) like, right at their fucking doorstep. You know, if you go too far out, like, more into the countryside, then it's just way more apparent than it is even in the city where it's, like, extremely apparent. So, yeah, it was cool. Like, a lot of people that I met that were from the South, like, white, non-white or whatever, it was just, like really really i think fruitful conversations that i felt were just like wow like you're not people that are i need to even like debate (laughs) in any type of way and it was just like no yeah fuck the bay area dude like the most ignorant person that i met was genuinely the dude that i met from the bay area that wasn't from like where i was wow (laughs) i know he called undocumented people that work in napa because you know it's like grapes uh illegals yeah. <laughs> and like the dude uh, from north carolina north carolina by the way is like raleigh where i was at is growing like exponentially the south is the fastest growing part of the united states so mm-hmm. yeah there's hella like central Americans. there's hella just like other races and just a lot of people uh he was like yeah like that's the wrong word it's undocumented yeah, I work with a lot of, like, Guatemalans and Salvadorans. And, I mean, they're dope. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. Guy from fucking Napa, California, who was just talking about how awesome the Bay is. Which I'm just like, okay, whatever. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Some fucking dumb shit, people. But outside of that, though, it was cool. I had really good barbecue. And I also met Miss... 
Yana, who is the CEO of Brown Sugar and Canela, and I got to interview her, but we also had some really good Puerto Rican food that also, that same place also serves Dominican food, but we both had Puerto Rican food. I had my first mofongo, mm. and I forgot what Yana got, <laughs> but it was uh, it was really cool. We were nervous, like it was going to be like a date. And all that type of shit. It felt like a date to me. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, yeah. It's like you prepare yourself to meet someone for the first yeah, time. Yeah. And I had literally hit her up like a long time ago about this. Because I didn't want to just be like, hey, I'm this random person from the internet. Like a month before yeah. it, it was going to happen. So I was like, I'm going to do this as fucking far back as possible. <laughs> Early. Yeah. And it was just really good. But nice you've been very busy sam even before like we've been had a very busy month we have done a lot yeah we've been mia for good reason like, mm-hmm. we, we were we working leave y'all starving for art for nothing yeah but um yeah i was well we were both at a panel earlier in may or like late april i believe for a cutie pot college fair in boyle heights yes and shout out to our friend Charlie who organized it. They're really dope. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that whole space was really dope. I have been looking for a queer community in LA, and so to queer meet POC. a lot of folks. I know that a lot of yeah queer POCs specifically, but knowing that a lot of like cutie pock know each other, which is always the case usually. Mm-hmm. But it's like folks that I already knew knew some of these people that I didn't even know they knew each other. And yeah, it's just like there's layers to it all, but I think it's a really dope environment to be placed into and to further explore as like time goes on. So I'm really excited about that. And then when you're back, it's it's going to grow even more. I know. We're going we're gonna to gonna mob yeah. so hard. I'm so excited to move back to L.A. Is It's super dope. And I'm super excited about that. I know. And then we also got invited to host a workshop at UCLA's Transfer Raza Day. So if y'all were there, then y'all probably saw us if y'all heard about Rasa Day at all. <laughs> Shout out to Leslie, who reached out to us and who is a really dope person at UCLA doing really dope research regarding Central Americans. So shout out to Leslie for or helping organize that and for putting us on that. She was the one who reached out. So shout out to her. Shout out to Leslie. And so because of, yeah, because of that event, Sandra actually made this super dope list, which is on our Twitter. And y'all should definitely check it out. If you're from Los Angeles. Because Sandra put in all. Well, well even yeah. if you're not, I think it's still a good, just interest, interesting thing to look at. I think maybe if you want to do something for yourself, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Sam. No, 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 you're fine. But I think it's true. It's like. Anyone can look at it. If you're from L.A., you probably have a bit more to gain from it. (laughs) But if anything, you could always just be like, hey, I hear you're going to L.A., check this list out. Or like, hey, I'm going to be in L.A., I should check this list out. And shout out to Sandra. She put in a lot of work over a few days about this. Just like all these different spaces that are community-oriented or POC-owned or POC-affiliated. And it's a list on everything, basically. So, like, food, environmental justice, your co-op spaces, your cannabis, your (laughs) clubs, everything. It was all there for folks to, like, really engage themselves with the greater community in L.A. And so we we did it mostly just to, like, let these incoming students know that there is a community out there for them in the greater L.A. area and that they should be reaching out to it. Yeah. But... We also figured this would be a very useful tool for a lot of folks. Yeah, 
I'm I'm still adding. I added like eight or nine things today. <laughs> I'm still mm-hmm. adding to it, and I'm actually gonna make a better version of it because I'm really bored at work. So <laughs> I'm just I'm basically gonna make it into a spreadsheet because I had it on those two sheets of paper because we wanted to hand it out to people at yeah. our panel, and I also skyped in for a little bit just to say, oh, hey, true. Yes. I know, don't fucking. Stop rejecting me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I like Skyped in. And I was like, hey. And I threw in my little two cents about like in a random slide or two because it was still, I don't know, it's weird, I think, to have someone on the screen being like, hey. And I didn't see anyone. I only heard voices. It was just, it, it was cool though. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's a different experience because you're speaking. No one can, see, well, Everyone can see you, but you can't see anyone you're speaking to. I know, to. it was weird. So, but yeah. it was cool. They saw your USC shirt. I know! That was <laughs> genuinely unintentional. That was... I have a USC shirt. No, but I like that. <laughs> it showed that we we were messy. We are messy. here for the drama. Oh, okay. <laughs> but... We we're fucking pigs. We roll in the fucking dirt mud. of drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, that was honestly though a real like accident, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> but it it was just it was just really good, and I was excited that some people were just like really down for it, and I'm happy mm-hmm. to just like make it into a better list and a uh, actual spreadsheet. I like spreadsheets, so <laughs> I'm excited to like make one and make it super cool on Google Drive, and hopefully. It'll be done relatively soon, so we can post it again on our Twitter. And we should post it on our website, too. I just kind of thought about that. I'm yeah. Like a fucking webmaster. No, yeah, I think, think that's a that. good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so. But, yeah, so that's why we've been MIA. It's not that we gave up. It's not that we got called out and we had to hide away. None of that. Yeah. We're not it scared of call It was just outs. life happening. Nah, we, we love call-out We culture, engage but, in call-out culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so yeah we wanted to go ahead and give y'all a bit of an update on what we're doing and i feel like we're just gonna go ahead and just keep it casual keep it funky with you can i add one more and... thing oh yes you went it. to an event that i couldn't go to because i was in north carolina well you went to two events that i was oh true i couldn't go to because i was in north carolina which was um melis bautizo oh, was true. it or was it her communion oh. i forgot it's no, your no yo, yo, sorry. It's so funny that you said that uh-huh. because Melvin, myself, and now you did not know if it was about Tiso or a Comunion. And Melvin texted me while they <laughs> were getting so her like, uh, the card saying like, is it about Tiso or Comunion? Because there's no Bautizo cards. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I guess we're just going to go with Comunion <laughs> then. But um, I I did not want to ask Mirta because okay so it was Meli's um, comunión. Meli is Mirta's. We're niece, talking about this like little but, girl. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, like this little girl who's like ten, and so we did not know it was her about these or comunión, and we didn't want to ask Mirta because that just makes us look like really bad. Like friends, we weren't paying attention. It was like we weren't listening <laughs> because I don't think we were. <laughs> We weren't, clearly. Sorry, I'm not listening to this. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
No, I mean, Melvin and I confessed. Oh, you did? We just like, yo, we didn't know. And then Mirtha was like, how's it going to be about Diesel? She's not a baby. I mean, people and have both Diesels. People get baptized yeah. later on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep it. Like, no, but um, yeah, so I went to that. It was a really dope event. Mirtha's family, as we've said in previous pods, are very inviting and make you feel very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little too comfortable because they're just like so a lot. Much. But in the best way possible. Yeah. No, <laughs> like they were like bugging Melvin and me because we weren't dancing as soon as we finished. That's eating. so funny. We were just like, <laughs> 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 but it, it was so a good intense. space. So I'm sorry you couldn't be. I know. So I really fun. wanted to go. I was so sad. Ugh, whatever. But yeah. and then on the same day, though, you went to another event. Yeah, so I went to another event. It was the very like well attended actually. Um, it's it's. Uh, I can it's never pronounce the word. It, it's Smith. Uh, it's like Christmas, but with like a bad look. <laughs> it's Smith's. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's Smith's roots. It's Smith's. It's Smith's roots. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna do like a. We need a DIY on how to pronounce that word. If y'all oh can please god. help us. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that was an event that was put together by um, Yeri, Dichos de un Bicho, Victor. Um, and Zyra and I think other folks also but those are the like major folks it was moderated by Radio No Jodas a fellow podcast yeah shout out to Gloria and yeah shout out to Gloria she's very friendly and yeah so they organized this event and it was in El Sereno El Sereno whatever y'all want to pronounce it at I got called out for calling it El Sereno of course yeah are you gonna go to Montebello afterwards (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and el monte oh my God. but um yeah so <laughs> el sereno el sereno yeah so it was out there it was a really dope event a lot of really cool people i got to meet some really good people got to buy some really cool things unfortunately i could not be there for the panel i had to dip for the comunion so i went a bit early to try to meet some folks and i did sam being a fucking really cool. adulto, dude you're like such a tío yeah it was weird no that's what as soon as melvin and i took a picture with melly at the comunion we were just like yo we're adults like we are grown people who attended this little girl's comunion and took a picture with her <laughs> like adults like, we are we're deep yeah <laughs> i love it but it was a really, really good day that day. I felt very fulfilled in different aspects of my life, like my Central American identity and seeing that it's it's moving outside of electronic spaces. Yeah. And, like, just knowing that I have really good friends that have started to feel like family was another really good thing. I'm so sad I didn't go. I had a good time in North Carolina, though. I got pretty lit. It was fun. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> uh. No, yeah, I'm like, it's Saturday, Sanchez. It's her last Saturday. I was fucking out there, dude. I was fucking (laughs) in there. So, what song did you ring this week? We had a very long intro, but this is going to be a sit down and have a beer type of episode. Or make some tea (laughs) and just cuddle up. Yeah. Um, This week, I brought for us the very, very smooth croonings of the internet and their latest single, Come Over. So the internet, as y'all know, is a band composed of. I think they're all from LA, or like. Well, for sure, Sid is. I don't know about anyone. Yeah, Sid is for sure. I don't know. Yeah, but um, the most relevant, or like the people I know from it, are Sid and Steve Lacey. 
and they've had various albums their last album eagle death from like 2015 i think was really good apparently they went to ucsd while i was there and i didn't get to see them because i wasn't into them at the time Wow. and yeah they're like really really good very talented and they're dropping a new album they had went on hiatus for a while mm-hmm. and people were like i thought they were gonna There's no more internet. i thought they were breaking up yeah because sid was same uh, into her fucking sid did a solo album yeah, yeah. and it was like a bomb Ooh. beautiful <laughs> yeah so yeah because in the internet sid does this very like chill sound oh God, like so you will beautiful. get faded and listen to this so yeah and then her solo album was like a hitter it was just like pop and like a mix of like everything and i was just like yo you could really do it solo but then i'm really really happy that the internet is back together because they just have such a unique sound <laughs> they have great chemistry they do Ugh. and so yeah that's why i have brought for y'all come over by the <laughs> Just let me come home seen the internet live and i know give me and i saw them for free which is even fucking better i saw them at seventh and fig because they just had a random free you know how they have a lot of summer free concerts just around la they had a free fucking internet concert and this was like fucking four years ago three years ago um (laughs) it was when don't you came out so I don't even remember what album. Was that Feel Good? I think that might have been Feel Good. So, it was... I just got out of work and I fucking went there and I was, like, in love. I had, like, the fucking perfect view of Sid and I was just, like, enamored and they were... They're so good. Like, they're just so good and talented and just, like... I don't know. People are always talking about Hailey Kiyoko being the fucking lesbian Jesus, but meanwhile... Fucking Sid and the internet have People been making on Sid. Yeah. songs since like 2011 about loving women all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know why no one talks about Sid being like an amazing queer, like femme artist that loves women, particularly like women of color, because that's usually the girl in her videos. So, yeah. <laughs> I think they're almost always black women. So, I'm just yeah. like, She's fucking dope. Like, I've always liked her for a long ass time. I think it's also we knew about Sid for a really long time. At least I did because of just like Odd Future and Odd Future. LA. Yeah. It's a super. Yeah, LA we went thing. to Fairfax. Dude. I know. Like, we're fucking cool. <laughs> they were. We saw. I them. saw Tyler yeah, the Creator. I saw Earl and Tyler. So many yeah. fucking times. Oh my God. Yeah. I mad dogged him once. <laughs> he fucking literally skated over my foot. 
Uh, <laughs> you can be a fucking dick, dude. So this is another thing. Yeah. This sounds very LA. I don't know if we should just be talking about this, but he's a fucking. <laughs> he's just like skates, and he he's always just having fun and stirring shit up. Regardless. I've just always liked the internet a lot. And I feel like at our school, Odd Future was definitely something on people's minds because we are literally in proximity of Supreme and the Odd Future store, which is where they always hung out because Sam and I went to a bougie fucking high school. Not even that bougie, but kind of bougie. For me, it was really bougie. I think it was like pretty bougie just because like the the culture that existed around the school, not so much like the school itself. But, like, on one street, you had your hipster avenue. And on the other, you had your heights street. slash streetwear. Yeah. Like, fucking alley. <laughs> it was weird. It's a very... I mean, I that's why I think so many people at our school fucking dressed fly as fuck. Like, fashion was yeah. extremely a fucking thing at our school. So, I mean, we don't even talk about that, but... Yeah. We don't. <laughs> it, it's it's yeah. weird. So... Well, we want to talk about... Yeah. It's... Some tea. Some tea, tea report. Tea report. <laughs> <laughs> About to get messy. Oh, my God. Tea. But is aren't I? Get ready, hunty. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yo, someone on Twitter has the name Hunty Chan. Oh, my God. Hunty Chan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Hunty Chan. <laughs> Wild. Wild. I love it. So, I mean, what's, what's really messy... I think right now what is messy what is happening in our our world that is messy <laughs> mm. I mean other than a million things yeah I'm like I can't go a day without hearing about different things going on yeah regarding immigration and like Central American issues and all that but um, I feel like one thing that I really want to talk about and we have talked about a lot of the times is just how a lot of like personally a lot of salvi folks just can't take any critique of el salvador constructively yeah and will jump to defend their country in a very nationalistic manner that reminds me of when i was defending myself against like shit got nixes in middle school <laughs> during like a mexican or so- like soccer game and so I feel like a lot of folks are just like really finding it hard to distance their own identity with a critique of the country. Yeah. Because like critiquing the country is not critiquing you for being a national or a descendant from that country. Let's just keep it 100. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of things that I've been seeing on Twitter have been from Salvadorians, mostly men, not being able to distance themselves from critiques regarding El Salvador and taking it personally and because of that they they get in their fields they get passionate and they say stupid shit yeah that they wouldn't otherwise say or that they shouldn't otherwise say and so I feel like a lot of people just get in their fields and will go on these rants and will go on things for for Twitter clout honestly like a lot of the times it's not even like a really valid point is just I'm gonna do an ad hominem I'm gonna attack your personality and like who you are well, personally let me shut you down with this you. funny like yeah. emoji and this fucking great gif yeah 
with this this stand culture mockery of you. I know. Because you're not even worth a reply. You're not even worth me adding you. I'm just going to mock you. So I feel like there's a lot of salvy trash men that need to be wiped off. <laughs> I'm ready to start a fucking petition <laughs> to kick off all cis yeah, men just, of like, Central America Twitter. <laughs> ready to yeah. get this fucking then, change.org fucking petition. Yeah, because like that's another thing like I, I feel like I'm talking a lot but um, nah, you're good. aside from just the, the salvy men it's a lot of salvy people oh yeah taking up a lot of space <laughs> just because in <laughs> mass dude yeah yeah it's just I feel like I get it you see something that you can relate to you're gonna retweet it you might quote tweet it to include your your little like snippet of like information that you have to contribute to the discourse I get it that's a thing but we don't do this when we see other things going on or a lot of the times I don't want to say all everyone doesn't do it a lot of people or some people will just not retweet pictures or insights to other countries things yeah so like it's just like there's a, a discrepancy like you know if someone's talking about like Garifuna things maybe the Salvadoran person feels like oh I can't retweet that because it's not about me but what about your followers, Fu? Yeah. Like, what if you have a Garifuna follower who might want to know about that? Like, just retweet it for the sake of other people seeing it. And also, because not even it's because it's not about you. Like, the Maris yeah. Rotten's finest has that documentary is fucking dope. Like, that's just something yeah. cool. That's like interesting. Like, why wouldn't you want your fucking followers to just see that? Like, why not? Yeah. Like, when are you starting a nonprofit, Fu? When are you gonna give back to kids that you fucking grew up with or their kids or whatever? Mm-hmm. fucking trash dude no yeah that's that's been a bit of tea that i've been noticing and then also just like the 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 winners quote unquote of the oppression olympics <laughs> feel untouchable <laughs> like, of course. like if you you have more identities to check off if you're more marginalized you feel you can speak spicy talk and not get called out not get told anything like you are above it all because either way when someone does have a valid critique of you all you're gonna do is make a shady thread yeah or weaponize so like i feel like yeah yeah y'all just hate me huh (laughs) yeah y'all just don't like me me. because i am this and this and this that's what it is honestly just be honest with yourself like no what the fuck (laughs) It's because you're a terrible person who did something terrible. Not because you're X, Y, or Z. It's just based on your actions. From an like objective perspective, this is what you did. And this is why we are calling you out and starting to hold you accountable. Like, not even fully holding you accountable because you're not listening. That's true. Just, like, starting to try to hold you accountable. Yeah, I agree. Just some, <laughs> some thoughts. I mean, there's how I <laughs> about it, right? Where I think yeah. the biggest thing is that people just, their egos are too big or their egos are just not flexible enough to be real with themselves. Like, so, like, I've, I can definitely say that I have done and said very just like not smart, racially charged, like, in, like, Sam knows. Like, Sam was there. Like, Sam has, mm-hmm. and I can totally like see it now. That I was like, wow, like that genuinely could have 
hurt our our mutual friend or that could have genuinely just like have been just fucked up like why did i do that and seeing that and just like apologizing for it or just like acknowledging like wow like i was a fucking shit like i was just a shit you know like what what is so wrong with admitting that you were wrong what is so wrong with admitting that like oh shit i was like a little misinformed about that thank you for giving me this opportunity to fucking learn and become a better person like what's what's so wrong with growth like what's wrong with that fucking shit I feel like for a lot of people, they've been coddled with, like, they've been right for so long about certain things that they do have insight on that when they speak on something they don't know about and for someone to tell them, actually, nah, it's hard to change that mindset of, like, oh, well, I was always right. What do you mean I'm wrong right now? Like, it just feels weird. But it's part of what you said. It's growth. And I feel like I personally had a lot of those moments and I still have those moments yeah, where I like I got to challenge myself because it's just like I am nowhere near that ideal that I'm never going to get to. Yeah. But as long as I'm being conscious and like checking my actions, checking in with myself, understanding things, empathizing first off, just because like if I say something, I got to think about how it's going to be received. And then how the person who's receiving it might have different experiences that make them perceive what I said in a different manner and how even if it wasn't my intention I gotta own up to it and apologize for it because I don't know and I didn't know that and I'm sorry that it hurt you in x y or z manner and here's my full-fledged apology because I mean it and I want to be better and I thank you for helping me be better I'm sorry that I hurt you like these are things we need to say exactly because because then not, there's no empathy there's no trust like i think this mm-hmm. is something so like interesting in the central american community right now it's like almost always like a huge amount of them are like salvies then there's like a good chunk of Guatemalans, and then hondurans and then a scatterings of just like belizeans and panamanians and nicaraguans and and costa ricans and it's like, why aren't they here? Why aren't they making their voices heard? Maybe they're just not proud enough. But whatever, whatever. It's like, dude, maybe they don't just fucking trust you because they know that you're fucking annoying. And you're over here just like mm-hmm. casually doing some really like patriarchal shit or really just kind mm-hmm. of like misogynoir type of shit. Like super anti-black mm-hmm. or anti-indigenous or anti-I don't know what the fuck. So why would they want... To be engaging in a community that's constantly having to fight itself because people are just hella ignorant. Why would they even want to be there? Why they don't want to? Yeah. They don't want to be educating people every fucking week that like that's anti-black, that's this, that's that. Like you're not respecting mm-hmm. this. Why do we need to educate you every fucking week? This is just how it is. This is our life. This is what we do. I wouldn't want to be a part of that shit. I'm already fucking tired of being a part of this like little fucking shit show. It's not a shit show. I think it's really great, but. I really do think there's hella people that are just no se quieren. They don't want to learn anything, and it's like, what's the point of this having in this community? Who are you following? Like, I follow hella people that are tweeting about shit like this every fucking day, but I guess you're yeah. not. So that means you really don't fuck with the non salvi people in Central American Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, and then usually yeah. the salvi people are like mestizos or like white or more white adjacent or whatever the fuck they are, just white. And I don't know, I just think it's, like, very indicative of just, like, the kind of spaces that you want to hold and the kind of people you want to surround yourself with. 
No, yeah, I definitely feel that. I feel like a lot of people just, you know, this is shit that needs to be called out earlier on. And I'm happy it's happening because it was going to happen at some point. And so I'm happy that a lot of folks are recognizing patterns and are able to speak out on them because if, you know, someone has to do it, someone has to be the first one to do it. And I'm happy that there have been various people who have been like amping each other up, amplifying those voices and letting this be heard. And like I said, we're starting to hold people accountable. And I feel like even us as a podcast have to be held accountable as well, just because, you know, we are two Salvi people. Granted, we do work to try to get non-Salvi people or non-hub centric Central Americans, but you know this show is put together by two salvadoran people or like one salvadoran person and a half salvadoran i know one that's like basically pretty much white and another one that just isn't sorry sorry sam (laughs) (laughs) can't be a part of the club no it's true (laughs) (laughs) i mean mean. but um yeah so like we gotta be cognizant of that too like we gotta recognize that who we are and the work that we put out there is already perceived in a certain manner to the Central American community because of who we are and our identities and how we go about challenging that is what we aspire to do. You know, like why why did we do the the cachito series or the interview series, sorry, about non-hub Central Americans because we knew that those voices weren't being put out yeah, there. Yeah, and they told us and, themselves when we did the little survey. Yeah. Like people were like Y'all are really West Coast centric. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's what we know. But like, how do we fix this? Yeah. And so like, these are stories that need to be told, insights that need to be shared. And we love doing that work, but we still got to recognize that, you know, if we weren't told those things, we wouldn't be doing that. You know, we grew from that. So like for other folks to get to that point, we need to be the ones telling them like, hey, this and this is fucked up or this and this could be better or I'd like to see some of this and this and if they're willing to grow if they're willing to challenge themselves they'll listen and I feel like we are encountering certain folks who are reluctant to change their patterns I mean we can call them out (laughs) (laughs) I mean (laughs) I mean, it's, like, no secret if you're in this community. I mean, there's definitely... I feel like there's probably people who aren't aren't in this specific Twitter community, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't necessarily think everyone that listens to us is. But Mm -hmm. it's just, like, it's your fave journalist and Daniel, and it's your fave meme-ster. Shitposter. Who we interviewed, actually, like, who we've had on our fucking show, which is Wilfred. Yeah. So... It's hard because it's also now these are people who we genuinely like engaged with people who we genuinely respected who thought we're putting in really Mm -hmm. great work. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it just sucks because then it feels like reflects poorly on just like all of us who really did engage and really thought shit was like fun and just like good. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard to really think about that. And I don't know. I mean, there were patterns, though. No, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, there were hella patterns. I mean, Merodamus as fuck. If y'all know Merodamus, is just like a prediction about the future that comes yep, true. Yep, Merodamus. Like, and I feel like there's been a pattern of 
men just like shutting down women and not listening to them say like hey you're being problematic yeah and the trend is to weaponize identities and say you're only doing this because i'm queer which is like bitch the person that accused you is probably queer too because everyone in central american twitter is queer like (laughs) i mean i'm sure everyone isn't but I feel the people that I see every fucking day on the timeline are. Like, most of the people I feel like I engage with on Twitter are. I'm just like, come on, bitch. Yeah. I feel like the the queer thing was just, like, a reach. It was hella extra for no reason. I just, I don't get it because, like, as a queer person, I'm like, I would never think to dismiss someone's claims with, but I'm queer. <laughs> right? Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. What does that fucking mean? That's literally what I thought when I saw that. I was just like, where did they call you the F word? Where did they discriminate against you yeah. because of anything having to do with who you're attracted to? Nowhere. That was really upsetting to me because now it's just like, you're just diminishing things and you're just throwing things around. Like, people that are actually queer are fucking dying and like you're over here throwing around this thing that it's like oh you're attacking me because I'm queer it's like no dude like we're not fucking attacking you at all like we care about you it's cause you're a (laughs) shitty person like we (laughs) or well you did something shitty you're not maybe you're not a shitty person you just did something shitty yeah and people care about you and you need to fess up to it and you need to fess up to it so I don't know we've just been kind of like upset about this (laughs) for a bit we took an L. We took a respectable L. We took a we took a L, which ago. is important. You need to take L's to learn, to be better, to be more humble, to be just like smarter. You need to take a fucking L, right? To change your angle too. I know. Because one approach to everything in life is not gonna get you far, unless you're a racist. <laughs> white supremacist yeah it can get you to presidency I guess it fucking <laughs> but yeah. i mean if you have I a mean, lot of money if you have a lot of money let's give that no true here. yeah true but yeah like when folks call you out or folks try to tell you hey some of the things you said made me feel this in this way rather than say okay well you're projecting onto me or you know this and this or like you're just acknowledging this because of this and the, like whatever it may be like instead of doing that and like getting defensive about the person even approaching you just like hear them out i am that's it <laughs> i know right it's like listening can like make you a fucking better person i didn't even fucking know that shit that's what i learned this week <laughs> yeah it's weird because like i definitely feel like this is something that i've noticed these are people that yeah this is it's just something that i mean i think you just notice in general like you go through the world as a woman like trying to protect several aspects of yourself be and like sacrificing your own like swallowing your fucking tongue basically because Mm -hmm. you don't want to stir the pot or you don't want to damage something like there's definitely times where i just like i really want to say some shit but also like I have a fucking pod or I or I'll try to do something with the pod and say something and then I'm just like I don't know like I'm like this is something that I'm kind of just saying there first of all without saying something to you Sam and also just like in general Mm -hmm. like this is a space that I want for a lot of people and to like be as welcoming as possible if I'm having beef with people every fucking day like how welcoming is that of a of of a A of a space 
So, I don't know. I always want to... I'm trying to think of, like, the greater good type of shit. So I don't want to say anything back. Or I'll just, like... Or I'll take the fucking hit. I'll take the L. Like, I'll I'll take plenty of L's. Like, I don't mind. Like, it's not an issue. It's not an L if it doesn't bother you, you know? It doesn't. And I feel like, personally, whenever someone critiques me or, like, says that something I said was problematic... There, there is that moment where I'm just like, I get like, what the fuck? But then it's like, wait, no, 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 no. Before you type anything, before you like do anything, just like read your messages. Take a fucking second. <laughs> read what you said. <laughs> Take a couple of seconds to just read what you put and see what they're trying to say and see if that was either what you intended and if it was not apologize because you have to own up to the implications of your intentions that's what being an adult is i know sam's a it's fucking knowing adult that he fucking was a theo this weekend yeah. like you're a real adult sam you're huh? a fucking theo now like you're an adult <laughs> i'm proud yeah of you. it's like it's part of growing up it's just like you're not gonna win everything y'all it's okay <laughs> just learn from it and apologize to people because then they'll feel better or hopefully they'll feel better yeah or hopefully they'll just like dismiss you for being problematic yeah <laughs> too because like the person should be able to do what they want after you've hurt them of course of course yeah also if you're gonna be talking spicy like get ready to get hit like <laughs> i also Damn. i also feel that like como vas a estar ahí nomas fucking hablando mamadas and shit and then expect nothing in return like fucking talk shit get hit (laughs) I just that's what I think where it's like you need to own up to your words you need to own up to your actions like if you're gonna be if you wanna mock people for their intelligence or if you wanna seem smarter than other people or if you want to feel more important than someone then be ready for them to come back at you like be ready if you wanna if you wanna be like that if you wanna be someone superior then get ready to have someone topple you back down because there is literally no point in being su- like superior to people. There's literally no point in telling people they're unintelligent or uneducated or their opinion doesn't matter or that their opinion is is a, a too reactionary because you're hysterical or you're just as fucking sensitive or aggressive. It it's just unnecessary to be so I don't even know how to describe it. Just like you can't like i said you just can't talk shit without like having that come back to you that's just negativity in the world like the negativity is gonna come back i feel like the only times i'm ever like tweeting spicy on like twitter is when i'm ready for someone to respond oh dude fuck i know right (laughs) when it's ready to become on site like yeah because it's just like yo yo, i'm ready whoever's ready we can go let's go. go we can fucking go I'm ready to take Twitter. I was so Twitter ready during to... my lunch break. <laughs> I know. And no one is ready. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> several people were, were getting ready like on their lunch breaks. Like, ooh, we about to go in. <laughs> yeah, but we all take lunch at different hours. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Because we're all different time zones and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I just don't I, don't... I don't know how to think about growth. Or, or the fact... Or, like, how to create a real community 
right? There has to be mistake, uh, respect. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure, like, in Garifuna Twitter, there's, like, their own beef, too. Like, I don't know, the, the traditional, like, matriarchal and patriarchal. Like, a lot of these, like, a lot of societies and cultures, like, have very similar themes. A lot of very similar problems with patriarchy because that's just kind of how it's always been historically or with just like more internalized racism internalized misogyny so it's just like every community definitely has shit like this going on yeah so where does i mean how do you make a i don't know can you ever make a community without any problems no (laughs) no not at all because i feel like everyone grew up differently they were told different things about how to respond to things and like who they are and we are very different people so i feel like it's very hard for some folks to like grow yeah other folks it's very easy or they're really willing to because i feel like it also comes down to like your own individual drive and so i feel like a way to foster community i just think of um you know uh Carlos are the, the podcast Oh my god, I love Carlos is, is Yeah, Carlos el podcaster yeah, Carlos el podcaster Race to the finish yeah. yeah, Race to the finish It's a really dope podcast Y'all should check it out Yo, He's so sweet And yeah, he mentioned how One of the ways we could build community Is just sharing the mic Yeah And that's what I think a lot of it comes down to Like if we want, you know Because one, I think Central American identity you know, there's seven countries, so there's seven stories. Minimum. Well, like, not even seven stories. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I'm like, there's millions of stories. But, like, there are seven perspectives or seven countries, seven different, you know, groups being put together. And within those groups are subset groups or, like, groups that go through different, like, countries, yeah. like the Garifuna. And so, like, you know, there are all, if we're going to do that, then we got to know how diverse the community is. So I think that was the first step. Like, if we're going to foster Central American identity, here's what Central Americans look like. And that's why I think Central American beauty is doing a wonderful job. Always shout out to Zaida. Yeah. Yeah, always. Because she is putting everyone out there. You know, May was API um, month. Like API Heritage calendar, Month. Right? Heritage Month, yes. And she was the only person I saw on Twitter talking about API Central Americans. Yeah. And that they exist the and they're exists. out there yeah and so like i think that's what she does really well of like this is what central americans look like this is the work they're doing and she's just so down to share it all she's just like retweet, because she retweet, loves like, it like you can tell she yeah. loves it and she wants it to be shared like she wants first of all it's because she's proud of being central american she's proud of being savvy like she's yeah. proud to have this history in her fucking blood mm-hmm. in like her people and she just wants it to go everywhere. Like she wants everyone to like notice that. So I, so I'm sorry to cut you off again. But I, no, no, it's no. just like the fact that like people like aren't happy for other people, aren't happy for people to be prideful, or like even be prideful. Like damn, like my country has a really prominent Asian community. Like that's dope. Yeah. Or this country has like I just think that's cool. The fact that like there's hella Asians in Belize. You know, mm-hmm. I I just or whatever like. I, I don't know why there's just a sort of decision to just, like, keep it so fucking insular. I mean, I don't think it's a decision, but just, like, the fact that our attitudes aren't even open to be receptive. 
And there's definitely people yeah. who are receptive. Not even not to diminish mm-hmm. them, but no, yeah. Well, I I don't see like a Salvi's being like, "Where are the Garifuna people?" It's like the Garifuna people are coming to us, being like, "Why aren't you including us?" Because we're not. Like, how are we? Yeah, where are we seeking up. them out? Like, where are where is where are the Costa Ricans? Where are the Belizeans? Where are the Panamanians? Where mm-hmm. are the Nicaraguans? Why aren't we ser- searching for them? They've probably been hurt by us. Like, that's probably they don't want to fucking find us. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I'm sure these are a lot of like uh, feelings people have towards a lot of like Central Americans, particularly mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. people, just because it's just like, yo, y'all never made any type of effort to include me before, so this community isn't even for me. Yeah. So I'm just gonna see my way out. Exactly. Yeah, and then I feel like another thing that we could do to, like, help foster community is to stop with this, in my opinion, it's foolish, like, idea of ownership of ideas or conversation oh, yeah. or, or discourse, just because I feel like that's been a pattern with the folks that we mentioned earlier, just, and other folks also, of, like, well, we mentioned this, and then it happened to become the trending topic of the week. You know, I am the owner of that discourse. Yeah, I talked no. about it in X tweet, <laughs> so that means that this is mine. It's like, no, these are communal thoughts. These are communal mm-hmm. experiences. Like, particularly, I'm going to be real, in, in women's circles, like, I'm not going to front that there aren't things that I've heard that I'm like, women have been talking about this, and we didn't decide to, like, take ownership of it so we can fucking find a way to commodify it you know like we were just having a moment mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's commodified it com- commodified for tweets for clout for a bigger platform yeah for a smarter platform but like all these people aren't doing that like but now it becomes that and i yeah and i definitely think that it's just like all of a sudden we're all talking about this and this and this and this trying to just see who see who has the biggest head basically who is the smartest who is the most woke? Can I do a hot take? Go for it. Hot take. Um, folks are obsessed with the idea of ownership of conversations because they aspire to be featured on um, like articles like Remescla or We Are Me Too. Wherever. Like all these different places. Yeah. And they want to be the one to cut the check. So they are get the check cut out to them, made out to them. Yeah. And so they're they're obsessed with that idea of, hey, my story, this this conversation, while it was fruitful, came from me. So therefore, I can be hired to speak about it. Hot and take. fucking live and fucking make money and like all this <laughs> shit. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a lot of it is fueled by greed, right? I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. a side effect of living. Like, why? In a what other reason would economy? you really be? wanting to claim it yeah because, so we can make a fucking buck off of it in whatever type of way yeah so, or get your ego stroke yeah i don't know it it's hard it's hard to engage with all of this because i also don't want i also do think people put in a lot of work and effort to mm-hmm. to manifest like i want zaira to like take ownership of what she is putting out there Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to say that she doesn't. I'm sure that, like, if someone is like, who is doing that, she'll be like, that's me. But I don't know. Is she going to claim being the only educational source of, like, Central Americanness? No. Because there's plenty of people, like, literal people, who are educational. 
and there's plenty of this yeah. like sh- what she does she's taking credit for her work her literal work of searching finding people talking mm-hmm. to people engaging with people that is the work that she is really putting in making these connections like finding this archiving this but is mm-hmm. the culture what is she, is is she making the culture no but she is spreading it no and i mean i want her to take ownership of that so i can definitely understand people wanting their work to be realized i guess but where does it go too far i feel like calling yourself like the ghost writer (laughs) for central american twitter is a reach i i yeah i think yeah calling yourself a ghost writer for central american twitter i think is like very dismissive also I think women in Central American Twitter are the funniest people in Central American Twitter. <laughs> Queer women in particular. Women in Central American Twitter are honest. That's where the community It really is. Y'all, yeah, because y'all, like, I see it. I see it. I don't know how to engage with it because yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> we, <laughs> so. we post the funniest <laughs> shit. Like, not even Yeah, me, y'all like, really do. Oh, my God. I'm t- who? Like, so I probably retweet celeste like on a daily basis. celeste is hilarious celeste kills me really talk to her i love jack and heshko yeah no i love jack is always down to like throw hands <laughs> i i love <laughs> like, that she tweets, is but like <laughs> but i also i get scared i'm like damn girl like you're really you really about yeah, to throw when me she ahead. mentioned me a couple of times i was like ah, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta reply in the next minute, or if not, then I'm crucified. Like, that's it. Yeah, but I mean, at least you know, right? So now you know to stop. Yeah. But uh, someone who I also it's like, like the, the Kill Bill Siren. Who is like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even fucking say that. Oh my god. Someone who I genuinely love and who I also retweet, like on the fuck, like or retweet on a daily basis, is La Maje, which is Flor de underscore mm. Loto underscore. She's so fucking mm-hmm. funny. She was the one that was like, we'll sell sex. Like, what, oh, what a concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit killed me. What is what is sex in we'll sell? <laughs> I was like, cojeme. <laughs> 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 she was just fucking, she kills me. I love her so much. She is genuinely one of my favorite people on Central American Twitter. Like, I retweet her every day. Her and Celeste. And there's so many. Just, mm-hmm. Oh, man. Dude, Yana, Shana's fucking funny, too. Yana's hella hilarious. I, she's always just. Do her fucking like now I gotta mute everyone to see what the fucking tea is. <laughs> What's going oh, on? Which like is that. so true. Like I'm super out of the loop because like I've unfollowed and blocked people and I'm like I don't care anymore. Like I'm not here to No. I think that's can we have like a small sub section on yeah. that? Because like of like care. Cause like I got off Twitter for like a solid two to three weeks. Like I would go retweet for like max five minutes and then get off. Just because I was just like, there's always going to be some kind of thing that makes it unbearable for me. Like, it just felt like every day there was something going on and every day there were like all these discourse battles, like the the thread of Alejandro. That shit was fucking funny. (laughs) Like, it was literally like... It felt like it because there was like 80 different directions in where this discourse was going. Yeah. And so like for three weeks, I got off it. Granted, I was still keeping track of everything going on in, like, mm-hmm. real-world news. Yeah. You know, like, things going on in Belize or um, Nicaragua with everything going on right now. And so I was still in the loop in that sense. 
I just wasn't on Twitter to see what people were saying or like how people were getting mad at each other this week. And so I feel like that's something that I'd encourage folks who start to feel a bit overwhelmed or feel that their experience on Twitter or any social media in general is feeling a bit more heavy or a bit more unfulfilling as it used to be because you go onto these apps to have some fun you do to to make yourself from what you're doing yeah Yeah. and when you start seeing like all these fights or all these things or things that make you heated you just need that break from it and so i would encourage folks to take that break from it every now and again just to check in with your emotions that aren't twitter or insta related just food for thought yeah, I'm I'm really happy that you became like a fucking dad this week and it's just like out there taking pictures with Melly. I'm really happy that yeah. I I mean I was like forced to take a Twitter break because I was just working yeah. well very hard. <laughs> very hard. <laughs> you were literally physically, <laughs> physically laboring. Laboring and it was it was a really good experience. But I'm happy that, like, I was out there. And I'm happy that I, I had my own Central American Twitter interaction, but in real life, you know? That's true. Right? Yeah. I had Yana. And someone, oh, my God, I was wearing my Central American brown sugar and canela shirt because I just, like, have mm-hmm. it as, like, a cute shirt. And some girl was like, mm-hmm. I love your shirt. And she looked, like, Latina, so I'm assuming that she was probably Central Aww. American. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> no one has just, like, hey. randomly off the cup uh, complimented my shirt. So that's so cute. And I have it in North Carolina, bitch. <laughs> but hey. California, because they haven't told me that here. So, <laughs> yeah. I just. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what this fucking episode is about, <laughs> other than us just like decompressing. I think that's the name of the app. I mean, there were, there were a couple of gems in there. There are a couple of gems. Yeah. There are a couple of uh, takes. There's a couple. <laughs> There's a couple of hot takes. A couple of, uh, <laughs> fucking a lot of hot takes. Ooh. But I don't even know but what no, is yeah, going to be we... salvaged from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's too Nothing. many hot takes. The 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 15 minute intro. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We didn't even. Yeah. Oh wait, no, we did do the song. Faded. <laughs> yeah, we did the song. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. no, good things are gonna come. In the next few weeks. Yeah, good things we're are just, fucking coming. Yeah, we're just... We've been busy. We wanted to do this episode to let y'all know how we feel about certain things. And where we're at. Yeah. What we've been doing. Yeah. Since you've last heard from me, I became a man. A man! <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you're finally yeah. a man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it only took, like... <laughs> A year of rekindled friendship with Sandra. Finally, <laughs> and a year's longer. worth of her emotional labor <laughs> to get me here. Aww. But I'm here, y'all. <laughs> no, but I was thinking about that. I'm like, yo, it's been a year since Sandra and I reconnected. And and look at the amount of love you've received from me. <laughs> yeah, my life has exponentially improved. Wait, really? <laughs> from when we reconnected. Do you really yeah, think that? Actually. Wow. Um, I, I I think so. I mean, all of it. A I lot of like... it is you. It's definitely not me. A lot of it no. is for sure. Well, yeah, no. But if I could point it to a time, it was like Mirta's graduation weekend was like a turning point for a lot of different things in my oh life. Oh, my God. And, yeah, where I am right now is like 
shit that happened that weekend that just made me really really feel good and question other things so yeah wow yo i feel fucking good that actually made my knowledge <laughs> better yeah. the fact that you said that you know sorry i'm gonna fucking toot my own horn because i feel like i've been working very hard <laughs> and i need to get my Dick horn tooted solo. <laughs> my fucking horn solo uh i've i've been having a lot of people tell me that they're really excited for me to move back to los angeles yes and that has just like made me feel so happy like in such a weird way i don't know i just know so many like basically i have a really big i have a bigger support network in los angeles the only person Mm -hmm. that i have in the bay area like in terms of just like a friendship and support is me i mean i have friends but like as someone that's like gonna ride for me it's me yeah and even Mirtha the other day was like, I'm so excited for you to move back to L.A. because it'll get me to be back in L.A. more. And we can just like. Yeah. And she knows that it's better for me. And the fact that even she said that, I just felt so good. Two friends tell me that they really look up to me. And I was just like, why? I'm a fucking mess. <laughs> but <laughs> it I just made me so happy. Like, I really, I don't know necessarily when I felt like I was growing growing but like or pushing myself to grow i mean but i'm just really happy that like i I don't know if people have noticed it and i really hope people have noticed this change in attitude towards myself it definitely happened when i came back from korea and Mm -hmm. in uh, my last year of college was really hard for me but like i knew that i was just kind of grinding 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 all year to be like after i graduate i'm gonna just go like i'm gonna be my fucking full form and i'm got and i'm really happy that just like that's gone and been noticed by like everyone that i love and that just makes me really no, yeah, happy yeah i think it's it's true i feel like you've definitely let your personality shine through and your ethic like your work ethic your like ethic to other people like you are very very ride or die for A people hella loyal dude and when you ride it's like you are literally like okay you told me these are your interests here are 20 podcasts <laughs> 20 <laughs> websites <laughs> like here is a full thing for you to go in this rabbit hole like i will go in this rabbit hole with you right now like you are that person and i think a lot of people really need that refreshing energy that is up there but focused like your energy is really high but you're really focused and that's why you're able to do the things that you do thank you oh man i'm about to cry (laughs) this is genuinely making me feel like how did we go in fighting and like all of a sudden i'm about to fucking cry (laughs) yeah yo i love you though all the emotions you've definitely i love you too you definitely have been like such a yeah, I think I just I think I I'm gonna say that you have definitely been a friend that I haven't had. I talk to Mirtha a lot, you know, and I love Mirtha. Mirtha, I love you. Yeah. Uh, but I don't talk to Mirtha as much as I talk to you every single day. <laughs> it's because I have a problem with memes. I think that's true. Straight no, up, I think it's, <laughs> it's just I have a problem, but no, Mirtha, you kind of do too. <laughs> Mirtha will always be there to to have a conversation with us but she definitely mm-hmm. like needs space to herself no, yeah no. and i think me and you we i think we just i mean we definitely need our own space and we like 
we prioritize space for ourselves. Yeah. But, like, I don't think we need as much. <laughs> so, nah. So, <laughs> we're, like, hella comfortable just yeah. talking shit, yeah. laughing. It's just, like, and we just <laughs> like so many more things in terms of just, like, con- media consumption than Mirtha does. Like, we have yeah. more in common. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I'm really happy, like, that you've become basically, like, a family staple to... Uh, like my mom loves you my mom is always asking you how you're doing <laughs> and my mom gets yes. is excited when you come over like my mom genuinely like really enjoys Aww. you coming over so now we just gotta work on my dad <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a, a mission this is gonna be a hard one so i'll be mad i mean it's okay like no one has like gotten to him yet so maybe you can be the first one <laughs> maybe maybe I'm so excited for you to come to LA. We're gonna have so much fun with all the cutie pock. I know. We're gonna. We're gonna tear it up. Smoke. <laughs> We're gonna go to cookies every week. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. get to know everyone. At cookies. I mean, <laughs> I already do. It's. Sad. I love it though, because that means you can show. Yeah, because I'm just like, hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, Sam. <laughs> I, yeah, I took Mirta, and then um, I, they're like first time here. Because they saw Mirtha and I was like, I'm returning. This is her first time. <laughs> and it was cute because, like, some of the guys, like, nodded to me when I, like, went to the back. Like, hey, what's up? Type of nod. Oh, my God. And then, <laughs> like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, man. This is, this is I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> love that. <laughs> but the fact that you're literally by my parents' house, like, yeah. once a week, basically. <laughs> I love it though. Like you're literally less than a mile away from where I was yeah, living. I, w- <laughs> I was telling Mirtha that if it weren't for my friendship with you, I would not have explored Sela or East LA yeah. as much as I have with you. Aww, I love so, it. So yeah, thank you for that because I love Sela. I know it's and I love it's parts of East LA. <laughs> not all of them, but I like parts of it. <laughs> yeah, Sela <laughs> is just so. It's just all. I feel like for me, Southeast LA is all about comfort. And that's like mm-hmm. just like what I want to embody is just like comfort. I want to be that the embodiment of comfort. So that's what I really like about it. And I'm glad that you that I have shown you enough of it that you feel that comfort. Yeah, I took Mirtha around. Oh damn, <laughs> you took her. Yeah. Take her? Um, I took her to the the warehouses in Vernon. Nice. Where we did some activities <laughs> and um. I took her to Novocaine, just like Pat. Oh, it was close. Like, hey, well, you gotta see it. Yeah, it was closed. It was Memorial Day. We went to the Redwood Room. Was it open? It was cute. Yeah. Oh my open. god, did she like it? She liked it a lot. She said it reminded her of a spot in the Bay, but that it was like the mirror image of it. Wow. And yeah, she really liked the space. And yo, they have two dollar, two dollar domestic beers and three dollar beers on. Yes, Tuesdays. they do. The fuck. <laughs> so plug. plug plug for the redwood room <laughs> in maywood uh but, Slauson. yeah yeah and there was a feria going on that day oh too. yeah the maywood fair the the primavera yeah mm-hmm. and yeah so like we were around there and then she took me to a view when we were back in echo park Hi. so Cute. like hanging with her was like a good like hey let me show you the spots that i know like mm. type of thing I feel like that's what Mirtha and I do when we hang out in LA. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm glad that we ended on a we love each other note. Very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I missed you. I felt like 
they, these are definitely yeah. this is like us for to hang out and the fact that we didn't have this for a month i felt i needed yeah. it like i feel like whenever we talk it was like business stuff like okay this needs to get done and now it's just like okay we have full-fledged time to actually like flesh out our ideas and actually like hear the other talk yeah Oh man, I love it. I love you. Yeah. I love you too. Okay. Was that our this video though? <laughs> I think that could be cuz it's just well, this will be like the official closer of it, I guess, but just like try to do what Sandra and I just did and reflect on your friendship and relationship with people who mean a lot to you or who have come to mean a lot to you in recent times. And let them know how thankful you are for their presence in your life, what gifts they have blessed you with, what change of like thought or thought processing that you've had because of them. And, you know, just have that activity with them. If they feel weirded out, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It takes time. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah, it takes time to build up to it. Like, Mirta, Sandra, Melvin, and I do this every time I hang know, out. I know, I love it. <laughs> and I think it's it helps us. It's definitely not for everyone to do it in a very vocal manner. So do it however comfortable you feel with your friend. And just share with them how important they are to you. Because I feel like it's easy for people to forget when they're not told. Because it's not really a priority in a lot of friendships to be like, yeah i really appreciate you i feel like there's this whole notion about like i don't have to tell people how much i love them but i think you should just because people need to know and i think it's good for you to like vocalize those things too just like damn i really do yeah you know i really do feel that way And, and it's good yeah, I agree. And I'm happy that we did that. This maybe I'm telling you, it really did make my week. Like I was kind of like, I'm back to the grind. Like I'm back at work after having this like fun yeah. time, not really worrying about shit. So I'm glad that like I'm at least kind of ending the week with just like this energy, this energy that yeah. was like a lot, a lot, a lot of. I mean, I think so, people on Central American Twitter are doing a lot of this for like love, like genuinely, like out of love. Yeah. And the fact that people are feeling like their trust is broken or just like, oh, it also rounds like the absence or like, or the, I don't know, the false love or whatever, just the concept of love. And yeah. like, I don't know, like, I'm happy that at least for this with you, I'm able to kind of restore that loving energy that I need. And thank you. Like, it, it it's therapeutic to express it everything to you like every week basically yeah it is you feel so much better about it you're just like yeah yeah i respect you i hella respect (laughs) you sam you do so much work for this and you i know that i'm always being like like, why don't you fucking do this shit but (laughs) but (laughs) it's genuinely out of love you know that Mm -hmm. i don't call you and thank you for all that you do because you do a lot more than me (laughs) and you are just putting in that work all the time and I hella appreciate you aside from your work just who you are thank you same I feel the same way yeah. so alright y'all goodbye tea report tea report <laughs> <laughs> tea report uh, keep sipping <laughs> Maradamus keep it funky keep y'all keep it fucking funky nah but 
thanks for listening hopefully y'all enjoy the energy and how different it went i know it was kind of weird it was it was fun kind of eerie a little, a but little yeah i hope y'all have a good time wherever you are stay safe have a good night good day good week and stay safe because things are rough goodbye take care bye